Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Yo! A show that will clearly tonight be different for obvious reasons as to what's going on today. Uh, I, I, I tell you, it was like a fever dream watching television today, seeing everything as it unfolded in the Capitol, the pictures of the mob that broke into the Capitol and disrupted the hearings to certify the election, pictures of a guy in Nancy Pelosi's office, one guy walking out with a lectern, one guy is standing in the middle of the dais in the Senate yelling, Trump won the election. It was a day that I, I can't believe we went through. And it's a day that I am hopeful right now that everybody stands up and becomes an adult. Because we watched failure from the top down today, Mike, where I'm talking all the way down to the people who decided, oh, let's open the gates and let everybody in. Hey, come on into the Capitol where, where all our most uh, the biggest lawmakers of the world are. I, I get that people are upset about the election. I understand. Four years ago, it was the other half of the country who was upset. Democrats were upset. Republicans were happy. Now it's the other way around. Uh, but at some point, you have to be an adult. 
We have to realize that we only are going to move forward in this country if we do it together. That's the only way forward. And sometimes the election is going to go your way and sometimes it isn't. And when that's the case, okay, you want to be upset. You want to try to maneuver things and look at situations. Great. But when it comes to a point where a decision's got to be made, we have to stand up and lead. And our leaders were elected. And I'm from the, from the top down to lead us uh, a, a skill in which they failed at miserably today to protect and serve us. I mean, from watching how things unfolded, I, I just couldn't believe it. And yeah. I am hopeful now that tonight the meetings that are going on to certify the election so we can move on. Uh, all the, the politicians seem to be on the same page. It's awful that it took what happened today to to make it happen, but at least it's happening. And I would hope that tomorrow is a better day and moving on from here is a better day because, look, I mean, look, no one's ever going to forget today. I mean, we're, we're never going to forget today and what happened, which is all a, a way of me being able to say to you, Mike Harmon, hey, happy seventh anniversary to us for I our show Kim. tonight. Hooray! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hooray! Of we year did it. Eight. Here we go. Here we <laughs> go. I'll a- read the uh, Instagram <laughs> post and uh, Facebook post that I put up earlier as I discussed this uh, important day with my daughter. We had some conversation of the the happenings in Washington, D.C. Look, my daily routine hasn't changed during this process for years, right? It's the you get up, you slap yourself awake, you grab a cup of coffee, you walk the dog, and then, let's face it, you're working on short sleep by the middle of the week. I need a nap. So on a Wednesday, I go and I take my nap and I wake up, and I thought I had been put into, there was a series of movies, I don't know, I don't even know how long ago it is, maybe you're better at this than I am, in picking the date, where all of a sudden there were all, all these movies about the toppling of Washington. I thought I woke oh, up. Oh, yeah, like White House Down. Yeah, there were like three or four movies, right? Because you had yeah. the Armageddons and all of that. They came out mm-hmm. one year together. And then all yeah. of a sudden, it was all about everything going to hell in Washington. And I woke up, and I'm seeing these images. And I start scrolling on Twitter, and I got the guy that looks like he's straight out of dances with wolves with the pelt over him and face paint and the whole thing. Like, what the hell's happening? Where did we go? And and part of it, you know, there's there's a lot that we can do in in breaking down how politics is run and and where the dangers of lifelong politicians uh, are in terms of you know wanting to make sure you've got job continuity. That's part of this, but just an absolute horror show uh, it, it unfolded here. And no matter which side uh, of the aisle you're on, we can all agree you, it, it's shameful. As you said, you got to be adults. Got to be adults. This uh, doesn't go to any productive end. And then you got a guy go out and he stole some Pelosi mail. That'll end up on eBay before the end of the day, too. So, I mean, I mean all just... these people are going to get arrested. All these, hey, look at me. Here's a selfie of me. That's great. And you're going to get arrested. And they're, they're going to figure you out and get you arrested. Yeah, it's <laughs> just to, to what end, right? You know, at, at some point, it's the. You don't like the process, and, and I think what we've seen over time, go back however many presidential terms you want, that there's stuff that was framed 200-plus years ago that may not apply quite as easily and readily to the modern world. So, yes, there are processes by which to change said things and said outcomes. You have to go through them. You have to uh, not to go all Philadelphia 76ers, but you got to trust the process to a degree. You want to be loud. You want to mobilize. You want to get get people together and vote someone, something out of existence. That's the way the the system has been designed to work. And and today was just one of those. My phone kept blowing up all morning of are you watching this? And I'm like, I don't know how much I can watch. Right. I mean, just at what point do you just say, okay, enough. And that's where we're at. So back to the so so what you're saying is basically and- the United States. We should tank to get Trevor Lawrence. That's what we should do. We should I, I, well, tank now for Trevor that he's Lawrence. declared completely that he is coming yeah. out uh, right. to become a professional, ah, whether okay. he's a football player or whether he's a guy that can help to All heal right. a nation, I don't know. We're United States tanking. We're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. All right. Well, okay. you know what? He okay. can heal Jaguar okay. Nation because right? sure. everybody's got a nation. <laughs> You know, unless he decides to say, hey, I'm going pro. That's great. Yeah, but I want to go to the Jets. Don't rule it out. Don't rule it out. No, it's exciting. No. 
but yeah, look, it, it, we all hope for a better day tomorrow. And it looks like tonight uh, all the leaders are meeting. Look, I just watched Lindsey Graham say that we have to certify the election for President-elect Biden. We, we have to move on. We have to go forward. And we can't have another day like this because today was a day where it was really democracy was the question. And, and at the end of the day, I'm saying we're going to find out today if we live in a democracy or not. I mean, this is I mean, this is a stunning, stunning day that I mean, none of us will ever forget. And, it, it, you know, I, I am always hopeful because this is what the United States is supposed to be. We're supposed to be hopeful. We may fall down sometimes. We may fall down a lot, kind of like me coming home at 2.30 in the morning. I might fall down a lot, but eventually uh, I get back up and eventually we get back up. And this is the time where we have to get back up and hope for a better day tomorrow. And, uh, you know, clearly, you know, we're going to reflect on the day tonight. But as I said, tonight's our business is sports. And it's our seventh anniversary. We're beginning year eight of our show here tonight. And uh, Mike Harmon, your daughter, I think, is maybe just a few years away from being able to do something good for us uh, based on the conversation you're going to tell us. Well, I have already told, um, and, I, and I talked to our boss, Scott Shapiro, you know, Maddie plays soccer. So I think uh, when we get back into World Cup coverage uh, again uh, and the, the Olympics, uh, I think we'll have to have her on as a, a soccer analyst. But, uh, you know, we're sitting and we're, we're driving. She won't curse will she i mean no. we can't we i mean if she no, comes on and curses that would be really embarrassing no okay. no 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 right. she she she's very good she's she's got a good vocabulary we have uh We've done done well in that regard. She she reads a lot of books just like you and and you do with Zoe. Uh, so big vocabulary. So I tell her, hey, today's the anniversary of the radio show, and she just kind of looks at me and she's sarcastic as hell and goes, uh huh. I go, hey man, then we're starting the eighth year. This is kind of a big deal, <laughs> you know, and not not to sell it too much. And she just deadpans. You know, people would care a lot more if you were on TV. Wow, that was yeah okay. Well, hey, you <laughs> not, know what? Not a social media influencer, right? YouTube, okay. TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, none of that. No, just you know, if you were on TV, people would care. I'm like, you know what? People care. You, you know, walk to practice. Make your make your make your daughter graduate, uh, you know, early and become a TV executive. You become That's a TV executive at like 23 now. I mean, it's kids have been going. Yeah, hey, great. Listen, uh, glad you're here. It's like the interview with De Niro in the Intern. You know, it's all these 23 year old guys <laughs> interviewing him, going, "So, uh, where do you see yourself in 10 years when I'm 80?" Oh, yeah, scratch that question. I mean, look, the, the kids become executives young nowadays. She could do that. Give us a no, job. No, she's got a good head on her shoulders, and she sees through nonsense. So you can't soft shoe anything with her. It's like, all right, just cut to the chase, old man. So in this case, it became a an indictment on the fact that you and I need to find some television outfit to uh, simulcast this show <laughs> or create uh, a, another device by which we can yell at each other for an hour at a time. Twitter at how about a fresca Mike at Swollen Dome. Yes, it was seven years ago, beginning our eighth year. Mike and I did our very first show here at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you and I had met one time yeah. before the show began, and I kind of knew that you were going to be my partner. And I ran into you at the radio station and, you know, you were dressed up like the only time I've ever seen you dressed up. You're wearing like a collared shirt and pants and you had uh, um, what, 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 what did you have from the bakery? What were you giving away to every? Not profiteroles. You were giving away. Uh, oh, um, that's a good question. You had you had something. You, you said, "Hey, here, I'm Mike Carmen." I said, "Hey, Mike, Jason Smith, how you doing?" Hey, listen here, take one of these. They were uh, uh, macaroons. You had a, you had like a oh, bunch sure. of macaroons. Yeah, yeah. And in the that hallway, you say to me, it. "You say to me, here, take a macaroon." I go, "Okay, Yummy. I don't know you. This could be poison, but sure, I'll I'll, I'll take it." And I go, "Oh, that's great." Well, you know, and- take out the competition or potential <laughs> allies. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's fair game when you're in the hallways of Fox Sports Radio. I did it. I poisoned that guy. Oh, sorry. That was going to be your on-air partner, so now we're going to put a new show in. Sorry about that. No, I ruined it. Uh, and I remember you you talking to me about what you're doing here, and I was just trying to find out some things about you because I kind of knew, you know, our bosses were saying, hey, what do you think about Mike Harmon? I listened to you a little bit on the weekend, and I was like, yeah, Harmon's really good. I, said, I like Harmon. And so uh, you were talking about things, and, yeah, I'm always hopeful for more here. You know, I'm working on the weekends now. I'm always hopeful to do something. And it was it was all I could do to not say, dude, don't worry about it. But, but I remember I said to you, good things come to everybody that works hard. It was like that Dumbledore line, you know, success, uh, uh, good help always comes to people at Hogwarts who deserve it. Uh, so I said to you. So the sword of Gryffindor is yeah. going to show up on my doorstep one day. <laughs> 
<laughs> or you and I, the King's Cross, because that was the Harry Potter one at the yeah, end yeah, of Deathly yeah. Hallows. But I remember saying to you, ah, you know, good things come when you work hard. I said, uh, you know, I, I think good things will come for you here. And you're like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, boy, I'm glad I didn't say anything. But I really <laughs> wanted to. I really wanted. And then, See, and then you I, left. Yeah. And then I, a few I went days on my later, holiday because well, yeah. it was Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Right. It would have been the holidays. And, and I yep. went down to see my folks in Florida. And at the time, uh, our buddy Ben Maller, all good thoughts to him and, and his family uh, as they, they go through a, a tough time to start this year. Uh, ben, we've known, Both of us have known Ben forever. Um, but he was moving from weekend overnights into his current slot Sunday through Thursday. And so I was raising my hand going, what about that slot? <laughs> what about that? <laughs> and uh, get a call coming out of Anchorman 2 and saying, what the hell did I just watch? To get the call that hey this this could be the the thing and then another call came going man eh, no, no no I got a different idea what do you think about Jason Smith it's like well the thing from the guy in the place yeah we yelled at each other <laughs> we had done one segment on air together oh uh, that's right because you, that's Fabiano right. flaked on you for a right. fantasy bit that's right so you, you came guys on we did fantasy and, once and we did that and all we did was talk about movies for nine minutes right yes yeah yeah you were we just you were ran very lines mad. like we were already doing this you you got mad at me after you said hey come on i'm trying to push my brand and you didn't ask this or so give me my <laughs> oh website. no it was all brand exactly <laughs> no i, I <laughs> well you know it's nothing changes at swollen dome on twitter and instagram and then, and then it was uh, a few days later. They announced, "Okay, we're going to be doing the show," and and here we are. Uh, look, seven years. I mean, this is beginning year eight for us here at Fox Sports Radio, and it's been uh, some kind of run. And uh, you remember you who I was both, on with us that first night? Uh, we had Warren Moon was on our first That's show, right? Right. Uh, Terrell Owens was on That's our it, first yeah. show, and somebody else. Oh, we had Warren. See, Moon, I only remember Terrell those Owens. two. We had so you know Frostburg would know. Uh, oh boy, we had to call Frostburg at home. Uh, it was it was <laughs> Warren Moon. It was Terrell Owens, and somebody else was on our first show, and I I, I forget who it was now. Mm, but I got I got to figure that out. Uh, All right, we'll, we'll rack our brains, go find our yeah. old rundowns, whatever. Anyway, thank you for embracing us. Low these many years, a uh, lot of highs to come over the course of the night. There's a lot of great stories, and of course, we're setting up for a monster weekend. But we are absolutely thrilled and feel blessed uh, to be able to have you all as our extended family. So, uh, Smith, I'm ready to bash you for the next four hours. Let's go. Well, and let me say this, for the first time since you and I are doing the show together, right? I mean, this goes all, the, I'm, I'm not lying, I'm not, this is not hyperbole, okay? Let me just, let me just give you this right now, just real quick, because this kind of show it's going to be tonight. Uh, it, for the first time since you and I were on the air together, okay, for the first time, dude, Look at the Knicks. How good are the Knicks? We just beat the Jazz. We're that. five and three. Dude, the Knicks are good for the first time since you and I started doing the show together. I mean, this is That's how good it is. insane. This is the best it's been since you and I started the show. Five it's, it's been a long time coming, man. I tell you, you got a couple uh, of ball players on that squad. Now it's a matter of can they stay healthy? Do they bring back Carmelo or do they get James Harden? Let's go. No, we don't need those guys. That we're good, dude. If the season ended today, we're in the four-five matchup in the first round, <laughs> right? Julius Randle is first-team All NBA. Oh, yeah, Austin true. Rivers yes. is the Sixth Man of the Year. I mean, dude, it, it, look, it's happening, man. It's here. It's, it's all finally happening. here. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Extra doses of fun on the show. We need it tonight after the day that was and and the night that is hopefully ending with a little more hope uh, than we began the day with. But hey, speaking of hope, uh, Sam, that highlight I asked you for a few minutes ago, can you uh, play that right now, please? Rivers taking over in the fourth and the New York Knicks win number five on the season. They come back to the garden and keep the wave of momentum going. Final score, Knicks 112, the Jazz 100 here at MSG. Knicks Radio Network on the call as the Knicks improve to five and three. Again, because this may be as good as it gets. This is why we talk about it. But clearly, every night the Knicks win, hey, social media goes crazy. And it's it's like an NBA Finals. I know the Knicks aren't going to go it's really far like this year. It's like an NBA Finals. Come on they, now. They, they win a game in the regular season, and everybody reacts on, on social media like it's an NBA Finals win. That's kind of what it's like. This is great, man. We're hanging banners now in MSG. Five wins for the beginning of the season here in 2021. I mean, uh, the Knicks, the Knicks are good. We're decent. Tom Thibodeau's the coach of the year. And I'm not going to say nothing can go no, wrong just, now. But no, I mean, dude, what are you doing? Right now? What are you dude, doing? We were the right show now. that wagged our fingers it's and told folks to stop with their first quarter MVP <laughs> nonsense in the NFL. <laughs> and you're already handing out hardware to Thibodeau. Come on, man. Uh, be better than that. This may be as good as it gets. That's why I'm always – listen. My teams, I am always at the point where, look, the rug is going to be pulled out for me at any moment now. I fully understand the rug I'm standing on is not going to be there. So that's why, that's why we have to talk about it right now. I mean, look how good they are. Look at the Knicks. Look at the Knicks. I, I've not said that in years, but look at the Knicks. 
30 points, 16 boards, 7 assists, and a plus 25 night over the vaunted, celebrated Utah Jazz. Mm. I'll tell you, Julius Randle, if you're, listen, hey, if you want to have an MVP conversation after eight games in the NBA season, Julius Randle is one of your top three choices for MVP right now. He's on the, he's on the medal stand. Julius, he's almost a triple-double guy every single night now. Look at Julius Randle. Look at the Knicks. Look at the Knicks. Look at the Knicks. Oh, it's the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly didn't score, though, and he was minus 13. That's okay. Hey, we got a lot of heroes RJ on this Barrett team. was 4 of 14. He gave me nothing. He was plus 10 on the night, but only 9 and 5. I need more. I need more. We got more. a lot of heroes. We got a lot of heroes, Mike. It doesn't matter. Mike, we got different heroes every night. That's how it works, man. That's how it works on good teams. Right? Austin Trust me, Rivers I- had 23. I know all about good teams, right? I know all about good teams and what they do. All I do is root for good teams. All my, all my teams are good, man. I understand. I see what I see. This is what happens with good teams. Everybody takes turn. Unselfish heroes. That's what we have right here. Nick's here. You're crazy. You're Nick's out of your mind. Here. I mean, uh, I'm happy for you at 5-3. <laughs> I mean, we did celebrate my Bulls getting to 500 yesterday. Yes. And I think that's the beauty of it as you look through the standings of the NBA right now. Everybody playing – it's like your fantasy league. Everybody's yeah. one or two games above 500 or below 500. No separation yet. It's early. Guys are getting their legs. We've seen a lot of sloppy basketball, he says, as he watches a three-point shot in this Golden State game fall woefully short to where it barely draws iron, and everybody looked around like, really? You missed it that badly? <laughs> That's kind of where we're at right now in the NBA season. But soon enough, it'll ratchet up, and everybody will catch fire, and away we'll go. And maybe the Knicks will still be a story, or maybe they won't. That's but why. It, it, yeah. This so enjoy it while it, it lasts, buddy. Yeah. Uh, now, the other big highlight in the NBA tonight, uh, something that we thought was going to be legendary, but just turned out to be Somewhat legendary. I guess you could say that, right? Because it looked like Bradley Beal was going to potentially threaten Kobe's 81. He had 57 points through three quarters tonight against the Sixers. Sixers wind up winning, and oh, by the way, look at the Sixers and Doc Rivers. Doc saying, see, it wasn't my fault in L.A. wasn't my fault. Look, 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 my team is 6-1, and 7-1. One, and one. wasn't my fault. Uh, Bradley Beal has 57 through three, only scores three in the fourth quarter, finishes with 60. But the Sixers win it 141 to 136. So a 60-point night. Uh, He was 7 out of 10 from three-point range. But here's the shocker here. Uh, He scores 60 points and finishes minus 9 for the night. I mean, he scored 60, but he finishes at minus 9. I didn't think that was mathematically possible. Well, you play no defense because you're too busy expending Mm. your energy on the offensive side. Let's keep going. (laughs) Ratchet it up. I mean, this is one of those games. This, you know, it's appropriate Washington was involved because this looked like the uh, the generals and the globetrotters at time Mm. uh, until it got to win in time. And then while the generals were completely inept. Uh, that's kind of what happened here. 141-136, your final. (laughs) (laughs) And the Sixers, I clearly look. Here's a big deal. The Sixers have the best record in the NBA. I understand. Well, it's early, and yes, look, Mike is Mike. You're absolutely right. You are going to see teams are going to start slower now than they ever have because of the the rush to get back, the lack of a real big preseason, the lack of a normal off season. So games and teams are going to be sluggish. I mean, we're we're going to see that, and we've seen that so far. You know, we see everybody is five and three or four and four, but the Sixers' best record in the NBA, and they have played fantastic so far and they are sitting at seven and one and they are enjoying their honeymoon they are right now the biggest wild card in the nba are they for real or are they not now the sixers at the very least i i could i could tell you this is a team that can be the the paper regular season tigers now are they going to be a team in the playoffs that can go far are they deep enough not quite sure about that yet because you got to be deep to go far in the nba i don't know how deep they are uh, but so far hey you, you know they're going to be in every game and this could be one of those teams that boy look at the end of the year and the sixers have a really great regular season record but the jury's going to be out because are they a playoff team can they win when it gets down to it can they figure out their depth and make whatever 
whatever moves they need to. But so far, things have been absolutely fantastic for the Sixers. It's look outside of the Knicks. I mean, because seriously, I mean, come on, the Knicks. The Sixers are the best story of the year. All right, everything they've done, they've been underachieving, and Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are never going to get it done. It's going to be more of the same. And here comes Doc Rivers, who just failed with a star-studded cast in Los Angeles, with two versions of star-studded casts in Los Angeles. And here they are now, seven and one, and they're looking fantastic. They haven't played a lot of great teams yet, but seven and one is still seven and one. I mean, really, the Knicks and the Sixers, two best stories in the NBA so far. Just absolutely, it's like we're back in the early '80s uh, with the Sixers. What'll be interesting to do to watch as we proceed, as you said, is shaking out depth. You got no scorers. I mean, you had Shake Milton had 19, but are you looking for that every night? No. No, you're not. Uh, and Ben Simmons, we know when uh, the money's on the line. He ain't taking a shot. You you want to give him the the outside shot and and cut off the lane? Well, you you're able to disappear him. So how much can they they re, refocus that energy? Do they make a move? Right? Is this the the guys in the locker room saying blank this? We don't need James Harden, and this is how they come together to do it. I don't know, but uh, at least for the moment, it's a, it's a feel-good story. Everybody kept waiting for Simmons and Embiid to start a push. But, you know, as we're talking here, we're eight games into a 72-game regular season. There's a long, long road, A, for them to stay healthy, B, to see what this roster becomes, and, and then, again, C, to make sure you've got some adequate scoring off the bench. You know, 141 points scored in this game. They got five from players other than Milton off the bench in the minutes they played. So it's a fun shootout tonight, kind of a rec league game where everybody just, all right, call your own and let's go. But uh, (laughs) over the course of a season, I mean, they also shot, what, 62% from the three-point range? Yep. Yeah, you you ain't shooting 62% very often. (laughs) No. (laughs) So one or two more misses, and and you're on the wrong side of this, and then Beal's uh, 60 holds up. But, no, it's a fun story for Doc Rivers. Obviously, he's doing a lot of reputation management in this process too, Jason. Mm -hmm. Right? This is a huge year for him because – not only did you have the back and forth with Paul George and all these guys off podcasts and having to respond to that, but just from the national media as a whole, kind of looking at his career, yeah, you've got the Celtics championship, but you mentioned it. Two big runs with all-star laden teams and you failed miserably, and you're the only coach to give up those huge leads in playoff series. So uh, he's got a lot uh, on the line here too. So uh, he's going to really have to coach up Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and make sure that dynamic duo actually lives up to their advanced billing. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. We talked about this a little bit last night, and I think people are just starting to come around to the fact when they look at the schedule and go, oh, wow, yeah, three playoff games on Saturday three NFL playoff games on Sunday. Uh, The national championship game is on Monday. This is going to be like the first couple of days of the NCAA tournament. It's three full days of back-to-back-to-back football. Yes, we have these days during the regular season, but now the money's on the table. This is the playoffs. This is the best of the best, and we're the best in college football. We are going to see, and I'll I'll give you this bold prediction right now, Mike. This is going to go down as the best NFL playoff season you and I have seen in 20 years. That we not not just the the because of the number of games and we have more teams than ever before with the extra wild card there's three games on on a day. But the fact that if you look at the the talent in the National Football League, right, the teams in the playoffs, usually you get in and you go, "Okay, there's a couple of great teams in each conference and the Super Bowl uh, is going to wind up being a matchup of two of these teams, right? You have like three or four teams mm-hmm. that are head and shoulders above. Then you have like five or six teams that are good, but clearly they might not have enough to go. Once in a while, you get an upset and a team makes it to a conference championship game. But normally you come into every year and it's three or four teams that are great. And then you have, you know, five or six teams that are good. And, and, and that's where we go. We're going to have the best playoff that we've seen in 20 years because this is not one of those years where we have three and four teams that are head and shoulders above everybody. We have 10 or 11 teams that are just about equal with each other. That's what that's what we have right now in the NFL, and that's why this is going to be such a great playoff because anybody can beat anybody, even the Chiefs. 
Even the Chiefs are sitting here with a bye. The Bills should beat the Colts, but would anybody be surprised if the Colts won? No. Rams and the Seahawks, that's a toss-up. Buccaneers and Washington, we expect the Buccaneers to win, but still, here's Washington with a great defense. They're playing at home. Ravens-Titans, that's a toss-up. We expect the Saints to beat the Bears. Okay, you get that. I'm sorry, buddy, but that's the way it looks. Well, Brown, I mean, Steelers. What is it? A nine, nine, nine and a half, I think, is the number as of yeah. now. So, yeah. yeah. But you, but you're looking at these teams, right? You talk about the two teams on a bye this week with Green Bay and Kansas City, and the Colts and the Bills and the Rams and the Seahawks and the Bucks and the Ravens and the Titans and the Saints and the Steelers are all as good as everybody else. Each of these teams can beat the other. We are going to have some kind of playoff where parity is finally here to where you can say, yeah, you can pick your favorites and we'll pick our Super Bowl teams, remind you who we took again as the show goes on throughout everything. But this is one of those years where you're going to see that kind of great football, close games, big things coming down to the wire because these teams are all so evenly matched. The top 10 teams, there's not a lot of difference between Team 1 and Team 10. Not a lot. If you say the you know, Chiefs are the top team and maybe the 10th team could be the Colts, is there a lot of difference between the Chiefs and the Colts? Would you be surprised if the Colts actually beat the Chiefs in the playoffs? No, the Colts are a really good bleeping team. That's how close things are in the playoffs this year. No, I think that's the beauty of it, right, is is that with the expansion because of the odd year uh, and what, whatever you, other adjectives you want to use for 2020, uh, adding the seventh team, great. But the Chiefs are gettable. We've seen it. You know, it doesn't reflect in the record. And that's, I think, one of those that, that people get caught up into. All right, here's the final regular season record. But go back and watch pretty much every one of these teams. You can find the words. There's no perfect team here. Even Green Bay, yes, Aaron Rodgers and everybody doing everything they can to verbally bow down and genuflect like it's Zod for Aaron Rodgers at this point. Bears gave gave him extra shots at, at them last last week, and he took them, right? One of those, you're not expecting the interception and interceptable ball, so you drop it, and also why you play defense. But they had three of those, one of which should have been a pick six, a – quick 20-yard return. Instead, uh, the drive continues. So they're gettable. You can run on them. Just stay in the game and hang around. You'll have your your opportunities. The Saints, they've been banged up. Is Drew Brees going to be ready? Is Michael Thomas going to be ready? Browns win 11 games. They don't have Stefanski, even though I think he should be able to do uh, a robot where you put it, paste a picture of his face on there and let it roam the sidelines. And he calls Happy birthday, Polly. Happy birthday, yeah, no, Polly. Yeah, nobody Happy likes birthday, my Polly. idea. I've been, I've been doing this ever since Phil Jackson couldn't travel anymore because of his hips. <laughs> but <laughs> all the way through, the only team that I really have massive questions about are what the hell are the Rams putting out? But the Seahawks can't score like they did, even though they're 12-4. and four. They're, they're not the same squad. So get your popcorn and make your wagers wisely because this is going to be a, a very difficult card to try to predict. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Look, obviously today is is a day with mixed emotions for all of us as we deal with the uh, craziness of what went on at the Capitol today where a mob stormed the Capitol and got inside and and uh, it, it was the guns were drawn, a woman was was shot and killed. It was just a a day that none of us really could expect uh, here. And, and as we try to, to strike the right tone uh, for you between, hey, having fun and, and, and sports is our thing and it's celebrating our anniversary, you know, we, we, we kind of have to talk and reflect about what happened today because this is something that affected all of us. And, you know, looking back at today, Mike, and right now they're going through the the, uh, votes to certify uh, the election win for Joe Biden, and and hopefully this is a smoother process than it was going to be uh, earlier this morning. You know what I I keep coming back to, and there's different things, and there's still so much coverage of the the events from today. And yes, the the videos of of the guy sitting in Nancy Pelosi's office, he took a piece of her man, of the of the guy at the dais and the lectern in in the in the Senate, all of these things uh, are so shocking. But what really I keep coming back to is that is seeing the video of the security open the gates to allow the mob in. 
That's something that I, I, I can't get over, and that's what I, I think is going to wind up getting a lot of attention as time goes on, because that's what I can't get over. It's not like they overpowered the, the security, and there should have been more security there because they knew, they knew there was going to be protests here today. It was a very highly charged day in D.C., and the fact that they, they, they pulled the, the, uh, uh, the separators back and allowed them to go in. Right? They allowed them to go into the Capitol where, where, where the legislators were ducking and senators and members of the House were we're trying to figure out how to stay safe and guns were drawn. What kind of decision says we're going to open we're going to open the stanchions and allow you to just go in and go into the Capitol? I mean, that, that's what I really don't understand. I mean, is, is, is you're supposed to be there to keep everybody out. And it's not like they, they were they were about to break you down and go through at least all the video I've seen. This was very orderly here. We're open up. Yeah, come on in. Come on in. Oh my God! We're letting you go up. We're gonna let you break the break the windows and get inside to the Capitol building where the Senate is. Are, are I mean, who makes a decision like that? I mean, that that's what I really come back to today. Is all right. That's what I really want to know more about. All the other things we, we have seen, we're gonna. But that's what I want to know more about. How did they wind up getting past? How how do you open up the gates and say, sure, come on in and do that? Yeah, the procedurals and decision making on a lot of it uh, leaves uh, much to be to be asked and see how much transparency you get and. Every election cycle, yeah, we have hand-wringing. We have a a lot of anger. Certainly four years ago, uh, we had a a lot of anger. Some that came out on the airwaves from from members of staff and people in the media overall. And then we get to the last couple of months. It goes and swings the other way. And then today, it's just the incredulity of watching this unfold on television and making sure you weren't watching a movie. Because especially when you started seeing the the outfits, like it was cosplay, and and it's like, what character is these are these guys supposed to be? And and not to belittle or uh, take down the seriousness of this in, in any way, shape, or form. It, it just almost didn't seem real for a while. To your point, the security breach and and how quickly things escalated, and people were sitting in offices as if they were taking a Zoom meeting. Uh, in in those offices, yeah, I had this book from one to one thirty, like you do with office timeshares. Uh, at least you did pre-pandemic. So uh, a lot of questions to be answered here. Unrest and, and certainly it it took away from what the mood of the clock striking midnight on New Year's. 2021 was all about right the hey we got past this sure nobody expected a magical fix to things but now it's the all right what's the next steps how does this flow for the next 14 days you've got the president the sitting president who's been suspended on twitter and all the machines on on both sides revving up to for another another battleground and it's just uh at this point where you're looking for healing and some coming together, the divisiveness continues. And, and always you're trying to make sure that you're filtering out as much noise as you can. And this comes from both sides. And, and anybody that wants to get mad about it, get mad about it. Uh, you know, it's all about messaging and, and trying to win over the hearts and minds of folks uh, as you flow. So be smart about what you're consuming. Uh, keep your head up and keep pushing forward. We got a lot of work to do. And, and I think individually, that's the, the big message to all of it. Be, be aware uh, of things and, and be active and educate yourselves. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Joining us now on the hotline, a long time friend of the show. You can follow him on Twitter at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher. See him on Fox Sports 1, NBA Insider Extraordinaire. Rick, happy 2021, man. How's it going? Uh, it, well, I'll tell you what, man. It's been a little hard to focus on sports today. It's, um, it's just been extraordinary. But uh, I, am, I am trying. Uh, the, the Knicks are doing their best. I actually am surprised that you called me. The Knicks are winning. I figured you guys were good. You, you <laughs> <laughs> You didn't need anything. No, I, I, no I, I need you to, 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 to reinforce how good the Knicks are, Rick. I mean, seriously, Julius Randle's MVP, Thibodeau's coach of the year. I mean, right if the season ended today, we're in a 4-5 matchup with the Celtics. Actually, you know what? You know what's ha- happened in the NBA is <laughs> that it's not that, that the Knicks have gotten better. It's just everybody else has gotten appreciably worse. <laughs> this is... <laughs> <laughs> they, they've just been able to hold serve, and as a result, they are suddenly above the waterline. It is <laughs> it is impressive. But in all seriousness, this this the basketball has been really bad, and and the officiating has been really bad. And you know, I'm not one of those guys who bangs on the or bags on the uh, on the referees and believes in conspiracy theories and all that, but. We are uh, – I'm honestly, I am concerned about the overall product of the game. And, I, and we're seeing it in, you know, a, ver- a variety of ways. Um, the blowouts are, you know, partly a, a historic, historically big blowouts. Uh, the huge swings in, uh, in the games. 
but it's just it's not looking good and we have a whole raft of new referees coming in and why is all of this important well I, you know the integrity of the game when you start to uh, introduce the whole betting aspect of it and you have betting partners um, when, when your when your game is as loose and shoddy as the NBA game is right now it raises some some major concerns when it comes to the integrity so I, I, I don't mean that as a downer to everything but I just I in, in watching and I've been watching a lot um, I'm just I'm astonished. It's this is more than just uh, the fact that we had a short training camp. Um, there's these these you know we obviously we've had a lot of teams that have changed their rosters, but it is in in general it is not very good basketball whatsoever. So so are you are you concerned that there could be some you know under the table things going on, or you think that it's it's something that you're still trying to put your finger on? No, I I don't think I, I don't think it's like. In terms of, I, I think it just hurts the credibility of the game uh, that is going to be amplified by um, by people losing money and uh, when, when they're betting on games and when you have these just um, and I, again, I don't think they're intentional, but they are like grave officiating mistakes that in general I've always felt look the the mistakes in a game balance out but we're seeing some such such egregious mistakes at key points in the game that um it's not to say that it's 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 being it's intentional but I think that it's really easy for people to leap to that conclusion that it is intentional. I mean, I, I hate to draw this comparison, but it's a little bit like, like what we had uh, transpire in, in, in D.C., where it's like you can have somebody, if you can find anything that suggests any evidence of something that isn't done exactly correctly, then somebody can expand that and balloon it into this is happening on purpose. And that's what I worry about with, with the league right now. And, and I, just, I just haven't heard anybody. I think all of us are kind of, and I'm, me included, like I'm, I'm grateful that we have games to watch and that the league is, is going forward and, um, and, and there's, there's sports and basketball to, uh, to, to, to observe, but it, I, I can't ignore the fact that the product itself is – is concerning, especially not believing that it's simply a matter of, you know, in a couple of weeks, guys just need to get their legs under them, whatever. I think there's some really, there's some in, endemic problems with the game right now that are undermining its quality. It's funny, Rick. We were on air Monday night. I had the Dallas-Houston game on, and as we were watching that, there were probably about five sequences in a 10-minute period where a technical foul was called. seemed like yeah. uh, someone either needed a yeah. hug or didn't get the right Christmas gift. So it was like, yeah. There's no flow. Luka Doncic, I think, just smiled at the guy and got a technical foul. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's things like that where there, there's just that level of professionalism and mid-season form, whatever it is, that just left me wondering – along with, you know, just the general down-distance situational stuff down the stretch that we're seeing across the league? Well, I think there's also, like, I, I'm again, we have so many young referees right now, and I see more referees being fooled by plays that I just think veteran referees learn to, uh, to, to see the flop or to see the, the, the hold or not to overreact and and what we're what what I've seen more than I can remember seeing in a long time are are referees blowing the whistle in reaction to um, to an act. If, if somebody if something violent happens, they're immediately blowing their whistle instead of actually watching the play and seeing whether there was contact or not. And I think that that's as a result, like all the technicals that you're seeing is because players are becoming frustrated that these calls are not in, in they're being fooled and they're in no way consistent and that's when guys are going to get upset especially when the game is is being played as sloppily as it is it just you know it, it look if you're if you're a professional at your craft and 
you can't quite get a, your hands on what are the rules of engagement here, uh, and and your job is your livelihood is on the line. Uh, you're going to react emotionally. NBA insider Rick Buecher with us, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, all right, so, Rick, so if I'm getting what you're saying, okay, the, if the bad basketball continues, the Knicks will make the final, so I'll write that down. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Where are things sitting Next right year. now with, with uh, James Harden? Look, he, he, he's come out, he's scoring a ton of points, and, and, and yep. things seem like they're okay, but things have been kind of quiet. Is, is yep. this tra- Harden trade story going to go away, or is this the calm before the storm? It's not going to go away, but uh, you know, as a result of the way that he's played, uh, the, uh, the the um, the demands that the that the Rockets have are are only becoming greater. Um, you know, they, what I was told is that they want uh, a bag similar to what the New Orleans Pelicans got for Anthony Davis, which was, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Two first-round picks and a all-star to be in Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and Lonzo Ball. Those are three quality young players and two future first-round picks. And when you look at the teams that are on uh, James Harden's list, uh, they don't have surplus picks. So they would be basically mortgaging their future by, by trading their picks. And in most cases, like Miami, Miami could give you the, the quality young players uh, but they don't really have the first-round picks to give up. Philadelphia can make that deal, uh, but you know, is James Harden going to be enough to? Um, are you going to have to break up Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons? Uh, is Tobias Harris and and other pieces enough? It gets really complicated. Now, the one that I heard just today, and it's been reported in a couple places, or at least it was speculated. And I think it was the the originator was Brian Windhorse is a potential deal with Toronto, and I uh, while I don't know definitively how at what level that's been discussed, it does make uh, a certain amount of uh, sense and it fits the profile of Masai Ujiri, uh, particularly with Pascal Siakam being uh, a part of of the deal because I think what they're finding out very quickly is that um, Siakam is not, at least currently, not living up to uh, the contract that they gave him. And I could very well see, uh, if if Harden is amenable to it, um, aside trying to reshuffle that deck. Speaking of the the Raptors, they go to fall to the Phoenix Suns. Look at Chris Paul getting it done alongside yeah. Devin Booker. Uh, did you buy yep. the futures on this squad? Um, I, I think they're yes. I, there's a lot that I like about them. I think they're you know are they a title contender? I wouldn't go quite that far. Do I think that they're a solid playoff team? For sure. Uh, I, I would be. I have to believe that they're one of the first eight. Um, I'd probably put them in the you know five six seven range. I think there's still some growth that has to occur uh, defensively, but uh, I like what Monty Williams is doing. I like the uh, I, I like the the combination obviously of uh, of Devin and uh, and Chris Paul, and I think that this team is just hungry. It's 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 one of those teams among several that make me doubt while the while the Warriors certainly have rebounded from their horrendous start um, I'm I'm not convinced that the Warriors are a playoff team because I think the West is just so deep and I think there are a number of teams that are much hungrier all right lastly Rick in the East obviously look it's the Knicks Eastern Conference for them to take but if it's not the Knicks uh, we watched the Sixers tonight withstand 60 from Bradley Beal here they are at seven and one things are looking really good for them are you buying on the Sixers being this good I, uh, I think that they are – I'm comfortable saying that they're a title contender. Do I think they're the best team in the Eastern Conference? I'm not quite ready to go there. Um, they, among most teams, um, have probably had as much continuity as anybody else. And obviously, excuse me, tremendous disappointment coming out of the bubble. What they added was perfect. All they added was shooters. So – their core plays the same way, and they've got better floor spacers, Seth Curry being being number one among them. I think that's what has inspired this uh, this early start. 
I still question where's the overall leadership on this team when when things get a little bumpy. I feel the same way about the Brooklyn Nets. I think that they're dynamic. Um, their their offense is always going to be explosive, but do they have the leadership in the locker room that when they lose three four in a row and they got to figure things out? Uh, that is going to bring them together. I, I need to see it because I haven't seen it in a Philly uniform yet. You can follow him on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher, Fox Sports 1 analyst extraordinaire. Thanks a bunch for stopping by with us, and uh, I look forward. You're going to have – you're writing a book on, on the first eight games of the Knicks season. Is that right? you hey. write a book on that? Hey, it's no longer yo. It's no longer yo, Nick. It's go, Nick. There you go. A new message, a new mantra for 21 with Rick Buecher. (laughs) Thanks so much, Rick. Take it easy, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. You got it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Trevor Lawrence today officially made the announcement. He is headed to the National Football League. So all of this, Trevor Lawrence is going to say, blank you to the Jets, go back to college. Yeah, okay. Uh, Turned out to not be a story. Hey, we told you this wasn't going to be a story, and it wasn't. He put out a video today in which he thanked Clemson and talked about how he's always going to be a Tiger no matter where his adventures take him. Here's a little bit of Trevor Lawrence from today. I just want to say thank you to everyone that supported Clemson um, and my immediate family. I mean, I just am so thankful for you guys. I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for y'all. There's so many people that have helped raise me up, and I can't wait to see what, what God has next for us. My time here has been amazing, and I'll be a Clemson Tiger forever. So there it is. Hey, great stuff there from Trevor Lawrence. He's going to the NFL, and as we expected, this is what's going to happen. Now, let me just throw this out there, because if we said it one way, we got to say it for the other way. So here comes Trevor, and it doesn't seem like he really cares where he goes, right? He, mm-hmm. he gave statements. He talked to Dan Patrick. Listen, I'm up for whatever challenge is there. But it seems to me like the you know he wants something. He wants to be a little bit more than a quarterback. You know, not so much Cam Newton. I look at myself as an entertainer, but more so I want to accomplish things outside of being an NFL quarterback. Whether it's socially, he wants to do things, or he wants to make his mark in a different area too. But he clearly has goals and objectives. And you know, clearly the first thing he's got to concentrate on is being a good quarterback in the NFL. But he looks like he's got a plan for what he wants to do in his career. So if we're going to sit here and you're going to have all these crazy-ass pundits who are going to sit back and go, you know, I would tell uh, the Jets, uh, don't draft because the Jets are just an absolute mess. Okay, if we talked about that for a while and that became the overarching storyline was, oh, yeah, yeah, let's just pile on the Jets. Um, we have to have this conversation to say – Trevor Lawrence could say, uh, I kind of want New York because that's the capital of the world, and boy, could I be a super-duper star there, and uh, that's where I want to go, so Jacksonville don't take me. Uh, you think that's something that might not happen? It could. Not, not because Trevor Lawrence is a bad guy. Or I'm just saying it's the Jets over the Jaguars, but if, if you want to have that conversation, we saw people from Tim Tebow all the way down to go, oh, yeah, yeah, do this, do that. Uh, that's got to be part of the conversation, too, is that if Trevor Lawrence is somebody you got to make sure. Hey, are you okay coming here? Are you okay okay going? Because this is where you're. This is where you are ticketed to. You are ticketed to Jacksonville, and the, you got to at least open up the possibility that maybe he wants to go to New York. And you also have to have the tiny possibility that maybe Justin Fields overtakes him as the number one pick. Tiny. I mean, not big, but tiny. If Justin Fields has a huge game against Alabama, he throws for five more touchdowns. Suddenly, the gap is narrowed. We just watched Justin Fields have a tremendous game. Against against Trevor Lawrence in the semifinal. And what do we see from Justin Fields? He comes back from being hurt. He gives the gutty performance like he's supposed to. He finds a way to run and throw, even though the guy is injured. And we watch Trevor Lawrence, without great protection, throw the ball off his back foot a lot, not make a lot of great throws, still put 400 yards up on the air. Look, the guy's a great quarterback. But, hey, you just watch Justin Fields out Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, and you're going to have one more big game, and who knows what's going to happen after that. So you have to open up a small percentage on both sides of maybe Trevor Lawrence wants New York, maybe with another big game, Justin Fields is a guy for Jacksonville. Not that suddenly it's 50-50, but you have to be open to that because those are two of the avenues that are open to the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence as they come in. 
You know me. I love chaos in between the white lines. You can keep the rest of it. But inside the white lines of a, a field of play or in draft rooms uh, and we get ready for draft day, I think I'm going to go put that on uh, in the background to inspire nice. my performance for the sure. rest of this anniversary show. Either that or wedding crashers. Uh, the idea that someone else works their way up to number one, whether it's Fields or some other wild card happens, sure. right? Jacksonville has all, a lot of things you would like, as, as well as some st- young studs in the room, right? James Robinson was fantastic. DJ Chark, when healthy, is solid. Chenault Jr., I mean, you got two wide receivers that should be pretty good for you for a long time already. An offensive line that's young, and but you have a lot of money to go and spend and, and make it better, and you can tell them all, hey, you're going to save 10%. Not only, uh, you know, you could save it through all sorts of other opportunities in, in terms of repackaging all your personal uh, expenditures, but just in state tax. We always have to throw that in to remind folks uh, of the the cash value of that. But when we look at Trevor Lawrence, has he been dinged enough to where you you think he drops performance-wise? Perhaps not. But he's going to do his due diligence, just like everybody's checking in on him. Those first couple of teams up at the top of the draft, don't think he doesn't have a, a team through his agents and everybody else that's going to advise them of what they know or even going back to Dabo and, and the other assistant coaches that have dealt with representatives and scouts and coaches across the league. You know, it's all fact-finding missions now of where you might like to go. And maybe it, it's still the board holds true and the old adage of, hey, that's where they draft me, that's where I go. But there's always the possibility of chaos. So if it can do it for the Jets, yeah, do it for the Jacksonville Jaguars too, even though you get that cool teal uniform. I mean, come on, how great. Teal is a good-looking color, I got to say. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.